Internet Talk Radio. Planet Earth. This is TalkZone.com. InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Research shows that boys don't do as well in school as girls. Is there really a female advantage? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is here to find out from an education expert. Roy? Thanks, Chris. Dr. Abigail James has a Ph.D. in educational psychology, and she's written a book called Teaching the Male Brain. Dr. James, welcome to InfoTrack. Thank you very much. So tell us about the gender gap in education. Well, if you look at the numbers of children who are doing well in the world right now, you'll be surprised to find that they're mostly girls. Boys are falling behind. Now, my understanding is that boys do have advantages in some areas, at least when they reach early teen years, for areas like math and science. Is that right? Not necessarily. You know, a 100 years ago, math and science were considered girls' courses, and they were courses in which girls were supposed to do well. Boys were supposed to do well in the classics, Latin, Greek, and literature, because that's what it took to get into the major universities in this country. Probably about 1910, 1920, when technology began to be financially remunerative, then men began to make inroads into math and science. But girls do just fine in it, whether they believe it or not. One indicator of what you're describing, I think, maybe enrollment figures for colleges these days. There definitely is becoming a gender gap there, isn't there? Absolutely. One of my favorite ones is what percentage of graduates of veterinary schools in the United States last year were women? 79%. Wow. Why? Well, there are not very many veterinary schools in this country, and who's got the best grades? Girls. Interesting. And it's becoming a real problem. We are losing vets for large animals because most women would prefer to do smaller animal vet work. That particular kind of thing is happening all over. For example, you look at the percentage of people who graduated last year from universities with an undergraduate degree in psychology. Well over 60% of them were women. And you say, well, why do we care? Well, because a lot of people with undergraduate degrees in psychology go into business and law. And we're already seeing more women than men in law schools, business schools, and medical schools. So does this mean that young men are gravitating towards other careers, or or what's happening to them educationally? Well, that's one of the problems is they're not really gravitating toward anything. We see an awful lot of young men who live marginally, who live in mom and dad's basement, who have part-time jobs, whose jobs are not making a lot of money. So what are they doing? Well, they're spending a lot of time playing video games (laughs) and eating junk food. So are the difficulties for boys related to actual differences in the ways that boys' brains are wired as opposed to girls, or are there some social differences involved here? Well, my personal feeling is that the social differences are the result of brain differences, the result of what we have looked at to say we value certain behaviors and we don't value others. If you think about what a young man was doing 4,000 years ago, let's say a 10-year-old boy, he was out on the hillside somewhere looking after the animals that belonged to his tribe, or he was learning to hunt and fish. In any case, what he was doing was active. He was probably solitary, not talking a lot, and his eyes were at a distance, and they were keyed for things that were moving. We take that same body, which has not changed in 4,000 years, sit it in a seat and tell it to sit still and to look at a page, which is very short distance, And then say, well, my goodness, young man, you must be learning disabled if you can't do this. One of my favorite ones is to ask men, so tell me, how do you sit in front of a computer? 
you sit up close to it or do you sit as far back from it as you can get with your arms outstretched? Most guys sit far back from it. You can watch them. And the reason is they need to get as far away from that screen as they can. The computer is something that guys like because the screen moves, so it gives their eyes something to look at. I'm assuming that it is related in that you recommend that teachers move around when they're teaching boys. Is that all part of the same principle? Absolutely. And that can bother girls. I'm one of those people that moves a lot in the classroom. It's very hard for me to stand still. And I've had girls say to me, Ms. James, would you just please stop moving? We have had a number of very successful women as guests on IntoTrack who have been the product of single-sex education. And almost all of them have felt that that made a huge difference in their learning and their later success. What do you think of girls-only or boys-only school environments? Well, I'm the product of girls-only school okay. environments. <laughs> I went to a girls' school, and I taught in all-boys schools. My son was a product of all-boys schools. I am a great believer in it. And in fact, I am on the board of the National Association for Single-Sex Public Education. There are over 400 public schools in the United States this year that have single-sex classes or programs, and they're working. It has almost doubled from the year before. They're primarily middle schooled, as you would guess, because that's where the physical difference is greatest. But when people try it even younger, they find even better results, because the biggest difference between boys' and girls' brains is at birth. We actually kind of grow together as we grow older. I think the perception is that boys are more often labeled as having learning disabilities like ADHD. Is that generally accurate? Well, 9 out of 10 students who are labeled with ADHD in this country are boys. Wow. What that says is, therefore, just being male puts you at risk for learning disabilities. And that seems a little odd to me. Why should your gender make you less able to learn? What that says is that the way that females learn, we have said is normal. Therefore, if you don't learn that way, you are abnormal. And that's absurd. We simply need to be able to respond to the different kinds of learning styles. If schools were to steer their educational curriculum or the teaching styles more towards improving boys' scores, what kind of effect does that have on girls? It's just as bad, because that's what was true probably 75 years ago. We had schools that were skewed towards boys. And then women came along and said, wait a minute, this isn't fair. And it wasn't fair. I'm old enough that when I was in high school, the dean at my girls' boarding school patted my hand and said, my dear, what possible use are you ever going to have for calculus and physics? <laughs> so I wasn't allowed to take it. That's not good either. We don't need to go back to the old days at all because then girls will lose. We need to move on and to be more responsive to both kinds of learners. So if you were offering advice for parents of a boy who is, say, in elementary school, what would you suggest that they do to help him in school? One is read to him every single day. Even if he doesn't want to sit terribly still to read, the sooner you start reading to a boy, the more likely you are to help him learn. The second thing is turn off the computer and the TV. Actually, there's research that shows that the longer a kid sits in front of the computer and the TV, the shorter his attention span. Let him outside, unstructured. I realize that's difficult when you live inside a city, but if you can possibly do it to let a boy just run, they need it. They need space, and they need unstructured time just to mess around with stuff. Another thing is you need for him to understand that his learning style is his learning style, and it's okay. 
He may not learn like girls, but that's all right. I think what we need to do is to realize that children learn in different ways and not be so quick to label them. Dr. James, where can people find out more information online? Well, I have a website, www.rockhouseassociates.org. Dr. Abigail James, she is an educational psychology expert and the author of a book called Teaching the Male Brain. Thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you very much for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.